classified somewhere on earth but you might be saying who is this imposter who is this person saying he is M.W. Lewis for it cannot be that old curmudgeon with his scratchy Philadelphia voice no this voice is smooth and sexy smooth like silk this voice is coming to you over the airwaves, or the pod, the podosphere, and it sounds, and you want to just roll in it like a, like a bed covered in silky sheets. But alas, you cannot do that. I will not disclose the location of the secret headquarters, but I will tell you one thing has changed. M.W.'s now using a decent, not even great, but a decent quality microphone. And he's doing it for you. But that's not really true. He's doing it for his Monday night AD&D game because he got sick of having microphone problems. So I just went out and did the thing I like to do least and spent some money on a decent, a decent quality microphone complete with a little round thing that you stick in front of it and a boom stand that's so cheap it looks like the extending arm of an old 1980s era desk lamp but nevertheless less than ever as i like to say i do believe and I tested this several times before recording this segment of my show. My voice does sound better using this mic than it did before. And for that, my, my dedicated fans, all two or three of you, you can be grateful that you no longer have to listen to bad quality voice M.W. Lewis. Now, with that, let's get on with today's show welcome to the worlds of mw lewis so you just heard about the exciting news that i got the new microphone that was kind of a, a little funny way of presenting it uh of course uh I, do, I i don't think my voice is all that much improved but the sound recording it does sound better it does sound better less complaints during monday night a d and d too so for today's episode episode 20 of the year i'm calling it episode 220 but that just means season two episode 20 I am going to put together all, I've stitched together, I, I've already done it, I've stitched together all the remaining clips from the famous, the world famous road trip I went on in August. It's just a few comments about what you're not going to hear. Uh, one of the things I did during the road trip, and I'll put pictures up on my Twitter and my Facebook, is I did go to the Iowa State Fair. I made some videos uh, uh, about that trip, so there's no real audio for the podcast about it. But I have to tell you what, if you don't go to these big agricultural state fairs, and the state of Maryland has a, has one, which is pretty decent. Virginia has one. Uh, even my county, uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, has one. I go to it. I like it a lot. 
but I, I actually really like them a lot. I, I enjoy them quite a bit, especially when I, my kids were younger. Um, but this Iowa State Fair, it's like the second biggest or the biggest in the country. Uh, you got to go. You got to go. I mean, of all the things I did on my road trip, I probably had the most fun at the State Fair in Iowa. I uh, bought a lot of great junk food, which I'll put some pictures up. Drank a lot of beer. They had live entertainment all over this fair. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. This, this, this I wish, uh, I honestly, I could go to uh, Des Moines in the future just to go to the fair more than one night. I only went one night and I had a blast. I really had a great host too in, in Des Moines. Uh, and and that was, I had an Airbnb there. What else? What else not mentioned? Oh. At the end of the end of this episode, I'll talk a little bit about my plans and whether or not I should drive straight from home from from Kansas City. And uh, I ended up missing the Cardinals game in St. Louis. I couldn't even get a picture at the Arch because I got there too late and the park was closed and it was too dark and, and it was starting to rain. I couldn't even see the Arch from the highway. I couldn't even get a picture of it. So bullheaded MW, I just keep driving and I just drove into Kentucky. And then I got really bullheaded about where I wanted to stay for the night. And I didn't want to pay to stay in some crappy hotel. I'm sorry if you, you stay in crappy hotels. And I do. I stay. But I stayed at a really bad hotel on the way to, to Josh's school the, the previous week in Hope, Arkansas. It was so disgusting. I, I didn't want to stay anywhere that I couldn't trust. So dumb MW, I took an hour break at a rest stop took a little nap at about four or five in the morning near Louisville, Kentucky. And later on that day, I dozed off a little bit in my car. I was driving over the yellow line because of the lane closure on this stretch of road. And because I had the car all set to the auto drive, basically. And I remember my car's not self-driving, but it, it will, will keep you relatively safe as long as there's nothing in front of your car. And it'll keep you in a lane. Well, since I'm driving over the yellow line, when I dozed off just for a second, the car jerked back to the right to get in the lane, and uh, I smashed up my my rear view mirror, the side, the side, not the rear view mirror, the passenger side mirror, and it took me over a month to get that darn thing fixed from Toyota, thanks to supply chain problems. So that's just a word of caution. Don't be, you know, I, I tell everybody, go on this road trip. It's so easy. Save a couple thousand bucks, get in your car, just back outside, back out of your driveway. And you're off. You can go visit to all these wonderful states. And you should do it. You definitely should do it. But unless you're like Scourge of the North and you, you're a, a, a seasoned truck driver or something, get a night's sleep. Don't drive overnight like dumb MW. I almost wrecked the car. I mean, honestly, it really could have been very – it could have been much worse. The car could have jerked to the right and I could have slammed into a jersey wall or something. I could be dead. You might not be listening to this right now. So don't be dumb like MW. So before I get uh, going uh, with the clips, I, this is a super long episode. I hope you can stick in there. You might have to listen to this on double speed or maybe listen to it at multiple sittings. But just real quickly, shout outs. I just want to shout out right away from episode 219, Andre, who did an interview with me from Old Town Hobby Games. Great guy. Rob McAllister from... Uh, let me see. In Dungeon Gate, Dungeon Gate in Anarchy, Iowa, did a great interview. He was fun. I, I'm really jealous. He started. He opened up his hobby shop during the pandemic. Good for him, man. What a guy. 
What a guy. And then Kimon or Kimon from Gators Games in Leavenworth, Kansas. And Jason from Pawn and Pipe in Kansas City. All great sports. They all allowed me to record them, and I'm rebroadcasting it here. And I'm going to follow up and send emails to each of these shops. I already emailed Andre at Old Town Hobby Games to let them know to listen to episode 219. So that's the quick shout-out to the interviewees. Uh, not a lot of music in the show. Uh, we do have the FM samplings. Uh, and they're fun. Lots of interviews. Uh, stick in. There's a lot of good stuff in this show. Lots of good stuff. Hope you enjoy it. So I have entered my third state, never visited before, earlier this evening, about maybe an hour and a half ago, maybe a little longer. I crossed out of New Mexico. Well, boy, I'm forgetting my whole trip. I crossed out of New Mexico a lot longer ago and I was going east and then I traveled through Oklahoma for a bit and now I am in Kansas and I've been in Kansas for about an hour maybe a little longer so I feel like it's time to sample FM radio stations in Kansas so this is the third state I'm doing this in same formula I have my dial set to 87.7 I'm going to hit the scan button and let's just hear what comes up Now, I realized listening to the previous two I did for Oklahoma and for New Mexico that I've allowed the scan to pass over commercials, which really doesn't give you a great idea of what that station is. So for for Kansas and the remaining uh, states on my trip, I'm going to stop the scan until the show or the music comes on and then restart the scan. But by doing so, I'm also going to be extending the time it takes to go through the whole dial from 87.7 all the way to 107.9. So it's not going to be kind of the same comparison anymore uh, if I do it that way. But I I think it's probably more interesting not to see how fast you can get through the whole dial because it was like over eight minutes for Oklahoma, but it was only about six minutes for that part of New Mexico I was driving through. Um, Now, I have to admit, it probably would have been longer if I did it in Albuquerque. But anyway, so here I go. I'm going to do it that way, and I'm about to turn on the radio. I have the volume up already, and here we go. Let's see what we find. Devotion to the Blessed Mother, the different... um saints of the day uh, there's like First a, stations a, a 88.3 hunger for it you know uh, and especially on social media there's not, not You know, uh, but we'll, we'll do it in any venue. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not limited to just one. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, you can inst- We've trained our brains to make quick decisions. So I'm going to pause on this one here and turn it down. Just jumping in and concluding before you actually taking the time to look. This is 91.1, but it's obviously at a commercial. How to sharpen our ability to observe deeply and suspend judgment until we've truly seen. That's next time. Oh, this is an NPR, so I'm going to keep going. Today at 11 a.m. 
Okay. What's with Green Day? They're on all the time. I get it. Well, this might be a commercial, but it's Spanish channel, so I'll let this go. I can pause the audio, actually. I can pause the recording. I'm going to try to do this without crashing my car. Let me set the car to self-drive a little bit here. Alright, so I started the recording again on 96.3. This is a little news brief. I have a feeling this is a talk radio channel. So I'm going to go ahead and hit the, hit the scan. Spanish. A lot more country here in Kansas. You know, I really can't do this. Why? Because God speaks to ordinary well, people. Well, here's some religion. Then speak to small, small a lot people. of Spanish here in Kansas, too. I saw a lot of Spanish people when I made a stop. More Spanish. We're already near the end of the dial. Oh, more 80s. You can't beat the 80s. 106.7. Right near the end of the dial. This might be the last station on the dial. Yep, we flipped over. We have flipped over. So there you go. There's your sampling of radio stations in Kansas. Now, I am only about 30 minutes from Dodge City, where I'm stopping for the night. So to give you an idea, I tried to get as far away from Oklahoma 
before I started it because um, I was picking up their stations for quite a while in New Mexico. So, um, well, it's flat out here. You can imagine stations must go on and on and on forever. My observation, a lot of Spanish channels here, a lot of Spanish people here in Kansas. And I say it not uh, positive, negative, neutral. It's a neutral obser observation. Another cool thing I noticed on the roads, uh, people complain about driving in Kansas. Oh, it's all farms, whatever. I love farms, first of all, and I wish I had grown up a farmer uh, secretly. Um, and I love it. I, I just look like looking at the different kinds of crops and, and then the steer. There's a lot of steer here in Kansas that I did not know about. And they have these huge feeding centers that I've been driving by. And it, they're just packed full of thousands of steer. And I, I'm passing cornfields here. Now, before I finish that thought, I, I love driving through Pennsylvania. I love the way the farms are organized and they're so nice and neat. That's the, my home state originally. I, I drove through uh, the Netherlands and I, I loved it. In Normandy, the way their farms are organized and so nice, neat, uh, geometrical, just really fantastic. Well, I got to say, this, this state here, this Kansas, and north, northern Oklahoma, I was driving through northwest Oklahoma, I mean, you could probably, I'm, I am going to look this up, you, you could probably plop Normandy down on some of these farms. I mean, I, I'm sure they're more than just one farm. This is just huge. I, at one point, they used to say the American Midwest was the... Uh, you know the breadbasket of the world, and it—you really can see why here. They—they they just grow so much food here. It's—it's it's, uh, remarkable, actually. It's all inspiring. Now, I guess for most people, driving through it must be boring. But you remember, you—the one thing you do every day besides eat, besides sleep, is eat. And uh, wow, it is just impressive to see it all in in action here. This is where a lot of people's food comes from this state, uh, Oklahoma. I'm going to be into Nebraska. It, it is just, it, I find it all inspiring. So if you ever get a chance to take a drive through one of these states, uh, you know, you should do it. You really, really should do it. You know, I live in the Washington, D.C. area. The people there are just reprehensible. They hate people from this part of the world. They really despise them, actually. Um... And it's a shame. They all should just get in their cars and their Teslas and drive drive west and just see what it's like out here. It's just, you, you get a, I, I respect these people here. I respect this area of the world. It, it's really quite remarkable. So that's that's my little thing there. But this was radio station. Uh, a lot faster than uh, Oklahoma, but same amount of time as New Mexico. Even with me stopping uh, the stations a little bit to get through the commercials. So not a lot of stations. Um, I hope you're enjoying this. So Dodge City was really nice. In half a mile, turn right onto US 50 East, US 56 East. I'm heading out of Dodge. You got to get out of Dodge. I did a self-guided tour because the tour bus was not operating today. And by the time they were going to have it fixed, I really wanted to get on the road. I have a long drive to Lincoln. So I did the self-guided tour. I, I didn't want to wait for the bus. And I, yeah, there's not a lot in Dodge. I, I did not pay the $18 to go into the block, which is the Old Town Museum. If I had kids, it definitely would be worth it. 
I don't think I'll ever come back and do it. It's I could see some of the buildings. I went into the gift shop, bought a magnet. I have magnets from every city I visit. Um, start, you know, starting about 10 years ago. Not every city I visited my whole life. But anyway, I digress. And only from vacations. But anyway, I digress. Then I went up to the Fort Dodge as part of the guided tour. And it was very interesting. I met a really nice, very elderly woman, but really in good health. I'm guessing this woman's in her late 80s. Her name was Joanne, and she ran the store, the Sutton store, right there at the corner of where you enter Fort Dodge. And I stopped there on my way out, uh, got a coffee and a Snickers bar. I just wanted to buy something, and I put $20 for the coffee and the Snicker bar in their donation uh, jug. And if you are interested in supporting veterans, the uh, veterans live on Fort Dodge now, and but it's run by the Kansas Veterans Administration, so they get no money from the federal government. And I guess there's a bill, and Joanne was telling me all about it, really nice lady, uh, in this veterans committee right now in the Senate to get money for Fort Dodge to help out these veterans living there. So I, when I get home from my trip on Sunday, maybe next Monday, or maybe I'll do it during the trip, I'm going to write my two senators uh, asking them to support the bill. So, uh, well, anyway, Dodge City was really nice. Like I said, I met Heather, the host of my Airbnb, and really nice woman. She even let me use her hose to spray the bugs off the car because I am driving my own Avalon Hybrid, which if you listened to my podcast last year, you know I bought it just in June of 2022, right before I went to Italy. And now I'm really putting serious mileage on this car. I'm uh, Over 10% of the miles that are going to be on this car are being put on it right now during this trip. I only had just just under 10,000 when this trip started. And, um, well, let's see. Where am I at right now? Now I'm at 12,600. So I'm a, I will be at around 14,000 by the time I get home over 14,000. So this has uh, been a fantastic trip. It's like a D&D adventure. I, I really advise any of you out there who are capable of doing it. it. It just seems so attractive to go to Disney World or LA or New York City or all, you know, these or DC, you know, these are places you want to go. They're destinations. Go to Europe. People want to go to the Caribbean. Mexico, uh, you know, or you go to the beach every year. Listen, listen, listeners. One year, put away a couple grand and take your own vehicle. It's so easy. You just back out of your driveway and you just go tour the Midwest. Go tour these great plains. I, I said it yesterday. This is a national treasure. A national treasure. Now, I mentioned the feeding stations. I, on my tour, my uh, audio tour that they, they gave me the, the link to it since I wasn't going to take the tour bus. They were so fantastic, by the way. So nice. Um, but on the audio tour, I learned that there's many of these feeding stations around Kans- around Dodge City. I forget how many she said. I, I don't even want to say he said, on the narrator. I'm going to go back and get my facts straight. But I think he said 45 million heads of cattle are fed at these feeding stations every year 
and they are fed alfalfa, corn, and uh, other syrups and stuff just to fatten them up. And this is what I said about the breadbasket of the world. I, I know the United States does not export as much grain as we used to, and this is why a lot of it's being used at these feeding stations. I am so inspired by this farming system out here, this market, this marketplace of, of farming and agriculture. It is wind farms now. Uh, the irrigation system, the, the, it's all of it. It's just this seamless system. And now I'm not going to say it's all free market. A lot of subsidies and, and investment by the U.S. government into the businesses here. But the fact is, it's, it's, it's entrepreneurs who came here, entrepreneurial farmers, who, who started building this great system of food we have. And it's, it is awe-inspiring, and it makes me so proud to be an American. So come out here, drive out here, and, and renew your love of our country. All right, so it's time to set the record straight. First of all, I'm talking about feed lots. I kept calling them feed stations. That's because when I first saw them uh, from the highway, uh, I was tired. I'd been driving a long way from Albuquerque that day, uh, Monday in August. And by the time I got into Kansas, you know, I'm old. I'm old. What can you say? MW's old. I called them feed stations. They're feed lots. Now, I had heard of feed lots, I guess, prior to my trip. But what happens is when you actually see one, you're, you're, the, the enormity of them strikes you. I, I was really struck by how just how big they actually were. Now, I went back and listened to the audio tour. I'm going to put the link to it in the show notes. Anybody can go onto the website for Dodge City in the Boot Hill Museum and download the audio tour. Uh, it's really worth doing it, too, if you ever go to Dodge. So there are 70 feedlots within 100 miles of Dodge City alone. 70 feedlots. These feedlots at any one time have 1.3 million heads of cattle. That's really amazing. And in a year, it's not 45. I said 45 million. Uh, because I was listening. I listened to the tour. And then I, I drove pretty far out of town before I started doing my recording. And I, I mixed up the number. It's 4 million, a little over 4 million cattle spend time in these 70, just these 70 feedlots are home to 4 million during the year, during the course of a year. The cattle are brought in from the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. I mean, think about it. Think about that. That is unbelievable. And they said, it said on the recording, that cattle come in to the feedlots at about 700 pounds and are fattened up to 1,000 to 1,200 pounds. That is amazing. Now, I know, I know, it could be bad. Maybe it's bad. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to get involved in those kinds of discussions. I'm just giving you facts. The facts still are amazing, for better or worse. It's an impressive system of food production. And when I was in Kansas City, I had a steak, let me tell you. And it was fantastic so anyway that's just a little cleanup on the audio there i also kind of abruptly mentioned that i said to you the listener 
that I had met my Airbnb host, and I, I cut out, I believe it or not, I trimmed down the previous clip significantly, and I cut that part out. Uh, it was rather rambling. In fact, it still is rather rambling, but I, it's acceptable. So with that, I'm gonna, that's the interjection uh, of cleaning up the facts from the prior clip, and we're gonna move forward to the next clip of the show where I make it to Lebanon, Kansas. So I've arrived at a very interesting place that I didn't think of going to when I planned my trip, my road trip, but I was looking at the map while I was coming out of New Mexico and into Oklahoma, entering Kansas. And I started shrinking the map down. And I realized that Kansas seems to be geographically right in the middle of the United States. Now, maybe that's obvious. Maybe other people realized that long ago, but it was a revelation to me. I never really thought about it. Maybe I did way long ago when I studied geography in like sixth grade or fourth grade, whenever we did geography. But I never really thought about it since, or maybe I didn't even think about it then. But it occurred to me, sure enough, Kansas just looks smack dab in the center of the country. Uh, so I looked it up, and sure enough, in North Kansas, in a town called Lebanon, it are the coordinates for the geographical center of the lower 48, or the contiguous states of America, the 48. So I decided to drive out of Dodge this way. Now, unfortunately, there was a gaming store on the way, a little, a little west of where I came to get to Lebanon. I was going to hit it, though, but it, it didn't open until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm already here in Lebanon, and it's already 2.30. So I, I'm on a very long road trip, and I don't want to extend my drives any one day too much just to hit a gaming store. Look, you can look this up yourself, but I, I believe this monument they set up in, in Lebanon, Kansas, to the center of the United States, the lower 48, isn't the precise location of the center, just so you're aware of that. The precise location is somewhere on the highway, not far from this, and I, I'm not going to go to it. There's a picture of it online. Not a big deal. I'm real, close enough. You know, you're, I'm per you're pretty freaking close. So that's it. Uh, now I'm going to get to my lunch. Well, I've been in Nebraska for, I don't know, 10, 15 miles, 20 miles. I don't have too far to go before I hit Lincoln. But I like to do the radio sampling test before I get too close to Lincoln. Let's hear what you hear when you're out on these country roads, driving on these country roads. So um, somewhere between the... Kansas Nebraska line I forget which road I was on when I entered I do have a nice picture of it but uh, I'm, I'm out here driving along corn the, the topography's changed a little bit uh, north eastern Kansas or really central north Kansas got, became hillier more prairie like uh, and it, it remains the same here in Nebraska actually but actually it's even more prairie like here in Nebraska but there's a lot of farming Definitely a lot of farming. Still really amazing. So let's see what these farmers, they work hard. Let's see what they can pick up on the radio. And again, I'm going to go with the method of pausing the scan when I get to commercials so we can actually hear the programming on the channels. So I got it set to 87.7. I'm going to turn it up. And as always, there's nothing on 87.7. 
here we go, we're gonna start the scan. GD is a crime and politics reporter in Atlanta and co-host of the podcast King's Slime. Thanks so much. Thank you. As the death toll, I, I couldn't help but just shake my head in wonder with the president today saying that Bidenomics is just another way of saying restoring the American to now it's just decimated. To Kansas is funded by Kansas Spine and Specialty Hospital in Wichita with a mission to restore quality of life for patients suffering from disorders of the spine. Forming Jesus and suffering with him. Gibson's film also catches something that I think the other Jesus... Head north on Nebraska 14 North toward Road Z. there for a little bit on 97.3 rock and roll already a lot more stations I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing uh, my navigational instructions so we're here on 97.3 rock and roll it's still going I'm gonna go ahead and hit the scan button to continue
finally in the hundreds. here on 103.9 for a while to get through the commercials but it's a country western let that sample for a minute a little couple seconds all right continuing our scan next focus on the family dr kevin lehman is joined by kim Troby, and they'll share how dads can best invest in a little girl's life to build a lifelong relationship Head east on Nebraska 74 East toward Roto. Fucus reports he was responsible took for us right back to the beginning so let's see what we got here about eight minutes uh, I did pause uh, the recording when I waited for the commercials so just uh, just about the same as Oklahoma driving uh, I was driving the opposite direction in Oklahoma I was driving west now I'm kind of driving northeast in Nebraska and quite quite a sampling there quite a sampling of radio stations hope you're enjoying it so I am in Lincoln, Nebraska, and as I said for the game visits, I will be going to Gauntlet Games, and I just pulled up. Very exciting. I can't wait to get in and see what they have. Maybe interview the proprietor. That would be fun. Locking my car door. 
I'm going to pause the recording right now so I can take a picture, which will be on my Facebook and my Twitter. So, my whole visit to Gauntlet Games was all done in silence. Scott, the manager, did not want to be interviewed. And he was acting a little strange at first, and I was a little unsure if uh, my presence was even welcomed. But he did let me, there were two 5e games going on. Two Advanced Dungeons of Dragons games going on when I walked in. And they have uh, two at the very back of the very large store. Uh, he said it used to be a craft store. There's an upper floor and a lower floor. And, uh, and both levels had D&D games going on. And I took pictures of the groups. The groups uh, consented to me taking pictures. So those will be on my Twitter. And they'll be on my Facebook. And, but Scott ended up to be really friendly. He gave me a six-sided dice with the name of the store on it. And he really was chatting me up. He was giving me recommendations to all these places I should go to during my trip uh, into Kansas City and uh, Omaha. And he didn't have any recommendations for Des Moines. Turns out he had lived in Maryland for a while, near, in Baltimore where he was in the Navy. But uh, so he was a really nice guy. He just so I didn't want to break his. I didn't want to push him on the interview. Let it go. Uh, I was have to admit, a little disappointed. On the website for the store, it shows uh, a shelf of used um, or classic old RPG materials. But when I looked at it, it really didn't have anything for Dungeons and Dragons. He did have all the new Five E books. Tons of racks of miniatures. I ended up buying. Uh, two boxes of miniatures and some dice. I spent actually spent $30 there because the guy was just so nice. The more he kept talking to me, the more I just was looking and decided I'd get some stuff. Um, so anyway, if you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, if you take MW's advice and you do that road trip across the country and you go to Lincoln, Nebraska, hit Gauntlet Games. I would highly recommend it. I hope Scott, the manager's working. And if you do go in, tell them, hey, I, I heard about your store on M.W. Lewis's podcast, The Worlds of M.W. Lewis. So that's my report. I hit it up, and there will be pictures on Twitter and on Facebook. So here I am. It is Thursday the 17th. And I am in Des Moines, and I'm about to hit the road to go to Kansas City. Now, I have some really good game stores lined up in Kansas City. But before I leave Des Moines, now, last night, I didn't go to the game stores here. I went to the Iowa State Fair, and that is spectacular. And I'll have some words about that in the pod as well. But this morning, I wanted to get to Game Castle. There's one more game store here in Iowa I was going to go to also, but I might skip it i might not we'll see because these game stores are actually not in des moines they are actually north so i had to travel in the opposite direction of where i'm supposed to be going which is to kansas city uh i had to go into a little town here i think it's called arkenny uh so it's north of des moines and i'll get the name of that for you here yeah and it's Ann Kenny, my apologies, Ann Kenny, and that's where Game Castle is, and I'm really far north of downtown 
Des Moines, so I'm 12 miles. So uh, fortunately, we're right next to the highway that I'm going to hop on. So I'm going to get out, take the pictures, see if the proprietor will say a few words. So let's see how it goes, and I'll get some. I'm not going to buy anything else. I'm spending a lot of money on this trip. As everyone knows, MW is really cheap. So I've been looking at the credit card. I used the same credit card for everything on this trip, and I'm watching that balance go up and up and up, and I'm starting to feel like I'm spending too much money. So I'm gonna get one 20 cent guy here and that's it. That's my commitment to me. So I'm gonna get the pictures, go in, maybe talk to the proprietor. My best shot. So I'm inside the store now and uh, your name is? Suzanne. Suzanne, Suzanne, you're the owner of this store. Yes. Now this store, this is a big store. Hold on one second, you're recording? Is that okay or no? So, as you heard a little bit, I started recording, uh, they, they didn't want to be recorded, and she misunderstood me when I told her I was going to record and ask her a few questions, but they let me take a few pictures of the store, this is a great store, uh, if you're ever in Des Moines, come up here to the Game Castle, I took some pictures of their gaming rooms, their calendar, uh, the, the one East or not the one e but the D&D racks, I bought a diet a die for a dollar uh, they took my information but you know a little weird that they are very suspicious I guess maybe that's just maybe I'm just too used to living in Washington DC but the guy you know the guy in Albuquerque sure talked and did a little interview but now in Lincoln and and here in Des Moines not not so lucky just a lot of a lot of suspicion a lot of uh, uncertainty about why I'm even here. So a little weird, but, uh, 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 you know, they may be feeling comfortable, really, I have to say. But they're probably really great people, and it's a great store. I really like the store. So that's it. Uh, I might go to the other store now after this experience and see what happens there. All right, I am here at Dungeons Gate and, and Kenny. Now I'm here. It hasn't opened yet, so... What I think I'm going to do is pause the recording and get the pictures. I might run and get myself a morning coffee. I haven't even had my morning coffee yet. Maybe that's why the other people didn't want to talk to MW. Maybe MW had the morning coffee grumpy, the lack of morning coffee grumpy face. I don't know. Now, I'm going to go back to a Dunkin' Donuts to get my coffee. Now, i got to tell you, though, I'm not having a donut. If you go to that fair, if you go to that Iowa State Fair, you will consume more sugar in just a few hours than you normally consume in a month. And that's the case for MW, no exception. So I'm just gonna stick to the coffee when I get down there to that Dunkin' Donuts. But I'm gonna take the picture now, get it out of the way. <clears throat> so I'm here at Dungeon Gate with? Rob McAllister. Rob McAllister, and you're the proprietor of this store. We're not actually in Des Moines, but what's the, how do you say the name of this town? Uh, we're in Ankeny. Ankeny. Yeah. Ankeny. All yeah. right, I've been butchering the name a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. So uh, you just showed me your display that you, you'll put the new arrivals on uh, your social media. You have a really nice setup here for the gaming, live gaming. Yeah. How long have you owned the store? Uh, we have been in this, in this location for two years. Uh, we started the store three years ago uh, in, uh, during the pandemic. So during the pandemic? Was, uh, That's yeah, awesome. Quite, a, quite an experience. So. That is awesome. Where a lot of us moved to online playing during that time, you went out and just went ahead and opened a store. We did, yeah. That's, uh, and it, uh, it worked out well for us. So. That is great. So what is your favorite game? Oh gosh! Uh, right now, I would say probably Bad Company. Bad um, company. We we do a demo each week of 
uh, new games that are coming in. Um, and so it, my favorite game tends to change each week. Okay, I understand. Um, I understand. Smart business. Uh, but I do like that uh, Bad Company is a great game where you know everybody is doing something on everybody's turn, so you never feel like you're waiting. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. That's cool. And you got that here in the store, so I'll, I'll take a look at that. And did you ever start out? Did you start out playing Dungeons and Dragons back in the day? Oh yeah. yeah. I'm assuming you look around my age. <laughs> you probably played in the '80s, I, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I I played uh, the basic and expert editions, and then played advanced D and D. Awesome. Yeah, that's me. I still yeah. play it to this day. I love it. I, it's my favorite game always. But uh, I love coming around to the different stores. Uh, how often do you fill up this room in here? I saw your calendar. It looks pretty active. Yeah. I saw you have Dungeon Master training we advertised do, yep. out there. This seems like an active store. It is. Yeah, we, we've got a really good community of people. And, and honestly, that was a, the biggest motivation we had for starting the store was to develop this community. And um, I would say the community helped us knock it out of the park in, in that regard because we, we are full all the time with with new people and and uh, the existing people that play games, um, we typically you know Tuesday night board game night we fill it with twenty to twenty five people. Uh, Wednesday night with Commander uh, with Magic, um, we had um, I think we had a dozen people in playing, and uh, Thursday night we've got tonight we've got our book club meeting, um, which we'll fill it again with twenty people. And Friday night's Friday night magic. Man, so this yeah, is it just great. keeps on going. Yeah. You know, I, there's nothing like <laughs> in the DC area anymore. We, the gaming stores are they've all closed down. There's oh, wow. just yeah, and uh, even meeting people to play live is just kind of dying out a little huh. bit. It's a lot of online stuff. So I'm jealous. Yeah. I've been traveling all across <laughs> the Midwest here, and I'm jealous of all these stores. They're all amazing. Um, and I'm just happy that you took a little time to answer some questions sure. for me. And I hope yeah, no I, I'm going to tell people. I'm going to say it right now. When you come to Des Moines, get up here to Dungeons Gate. And next time I'm in town, I hope to make it to some a game night or something. Because I'm just I'm traveling through. I yeah. gotta hit the road. Yeah, Tuesday nights are, are great for that. Or if you want to play some D and D, come in on Sundays. That's right. I gotta come here on a weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna play D and D. Yeah, that's nice. for sure. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna turn it off now. Well, my visit at Dungeons Gate Games and Books that that was a huge success. This, this was the response I thought I'd get from other gaming stores, but the guy, you know, he he told me as soon as I walked in, there's a local podcast called the Board Boys Podcast, local here to uh, oh boy, Ankeny, and uh, so he he was up he was up for it. He he's used to this. He's in the podcasting world. I guess the other two proprietors I encountered just not into not up to date on all the podcasting going on in the world and we're just shy so he did a great interview i think this visit went great i'm gonna say it again if you're in des moines you have to go to dungeons gate games of books if if you don't uh don't listen to my podcast ever again no i'm kidding i'm kidding i don't have that many listeners i can't afford to lose any if you don't go i know it would be for a good reason but that was an awesome visit so I arrived in Kansas City around 3.34 and uh, I drove across the Missouri River back into Kansas to hit another game store, Gators, Gators Games and Hobby. So this is going to be my store that I'm hitting in Kansas. I hope they're still open. And um, then I'm going to be going to uh, Ponds and Pints in Kansas City later this evening. They actually have a good happy hour tonight that starts at 
nine o'clock. So let me go in the store and I'll take pictures, see what, see what it's like. So I'm inside and uh, the proprietor, uh, Kimon? Kimon. Kimon. Yeah. Agreed to answer a few questions. Sure. So, uh, do you own this store or do you just work here? No, I'm the assistant manager and tournament organizer. Tournament organizer? Yeah. Awesome. What kind of tournaments do you hold here? Everything uh, Yu Gi Oh!, Pokemon, uh, Magic the Gathering. We're about to start Lorcana up, Look, the new yeah. Disney game. Oh, yeah, I see that. It looks like, oh, Raven, Ravensburger game. Indeed. They have a game, Labyrinth. I like. Oh, yeah. I love to they play that with my kids. They make a bunch of great games. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to start doing these Lorcana tournaments. How about D&D? Get any D&D players oh, in yeah, here? Yeah, absolutely. I've been running a D&D campaign myself every Wednesday for like seven years now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Here in the store. And then we have uh, maybe eight other adult groups and five kids groups. That's fantastic. Mostly five, fifth edition, I imagine. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. really approachable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, <laughs> hey, I'm a 1E guy, but I have nothing against the 5E game i've yeah. even played it a few times yeah. my podcast i talk mostly about 1e yeah that but i love anyone who plays DD is great or yeah. these other games are great too so um it sounds like a lot of gamers in this town oh, definitely uh you know between the post right next door uh leavenworth and then of course the local community uh we tend to just get a lot of folks and since We've just been here for quite a while. Uh, we serve a lot of the community around here, and it's just a nice, relaxing local joint. That's great. It's really, you know, we don't have a lot of places. I'm from the D.C. area. We don't have a lot of places like this anymore in yeah. the area. Most gaming since the pandemic. I play almost on online exclusively now. Yeah, it really sucks. unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. So do you get people... Uh, I notice in Kansas City there aren't that many gaming stores. There's like Pawn and Pints, which is more like general games. Do you get people from Missouri coming over here to play? Um, honestly, you'd be surprised. There are a whole bunch of hole-in-the-wall places all over Kansas City including uh, two other like major gaming locations. I gotta find them. Oh find yeah, them. yeah, definitely. But if, so you don't get a lot of people, they have their honestly, own. Honestly, like, yeah. yeah, I don't blame people yeah. for not wanting to drive 45 minutes yeah. twice a week. I just here. did it though, I'm staying in Kansas City tonight, yeah. but I drove over here, because it was yeah. my commitment to visit these game stores. So the fort, it's still, Fort Leavenworth still active, a lot of military guys play d and I didn't know yeah. that until, you see I got out of gaming when I was about 17, 16, 17. Sure. I didn't get back in until 2016, and I was living oh, wow. in the DC area. I found out a lot of guys in the DC area who are in the military play. Oh, and yeah. I, did, I didn't know that. I didn't know that growing up. Yeah, it's very surprising. Uh, the boss's favorite story is, uh, you know, guys coming in here like, hey, you know, Andre got some gaming stuff, kind of embarrassed about it. But then they'll be sitting here buying something, and they'll turn around and be like, Sergeant. And there'll, yeah. there'll be another military guy there like, oh, oh. Now it's safe. <laughs> it's safe. And, you know, yeah. it's safe now. See, I stopped playing when I was about 16, 17 because it wasn't safe to play it in the nope. 80s. I'm older than you. Absolutely. In the 80s, you yeah. couldn't tell people you are playing it. Yeah. So my kid came home in 2016 and said he's playing, and I pulled out all my old stuff, and he's like, well, now this is not the game we're playing. Of course. But uh, it yeah. got me back into it, though. <laughs> so I've been playing it longer now since I got back into it in 2016 than I did when I first when started first playing started, as a kid. Oh, yeah, great. Isn't that cool? Nice. Yeah, so I have some games going now. I've been going on for a long time now. Not as long yeah. as yours, though, but I'm really jealous. <laughs> well, uh, uh, anyway, anything else you'd like to say to my listeners? Uh, well, you know, I really appreciate you stopping in. Uh, if there's any questions you have for me about the store, feel free to ask. Well, I'm going to take a few pictures and uh, maybe get something. But, yeah, sure. that, this is a great conversation. Thank you so much. And, by the way, oh, all my listeners... 
if you're ever in Kansas City or, or Leavenworth, Kansas, if you you got to come to the store. If you don't come to the store, I'm going to be really angry. All right, so here we go. That's how I treat my listeners. I get angry with them. All right, I'm getting off now. Wow, that was a very successful visit here. Let me. I don't think I got a picture of the outside. I'm going to do it now. What a great guy to talk to. What a good gaming store. He told me the owner owns the building. This this is a great gaming store. I'm really happy. I, I took the time to drive from Kansas City across the Missouri River. It was only a half hour from my hotel to get here, so it's an hour round trip. I'm going to head back now to Kansas City and get some uh, dinner and, and maybe go to ponds and pints. So I'm going to get this last picture and head on. Uh, yeah, we've got plenty of stuff. We've got uh, 2E, 3.5E, 5E. Uh, we've got one-off adventures, uh, multiple adventures. We got uh, doubles of the same adventure in, the, in, in case there's a large group. Right. We've got Shadowrun. We've got uh, we've got players' handbooks, monster manuals. Well, I am going to be classics. sitting over here going through this stuff. Classics. We've got everything you would need to start a game today. Unfortunately, the only thing we don't have is our DM anymore. They moved. They got married and moved to uh, uh, Springfield, pass. Missouri. But this is, I mean, a monster's compendium. Yes. Come on, we, we've got two of them. That's second edition it. stuff. This yeah. is. Yeah. You got the Wool Cyclopedia. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my beer. Come over. Oh, you got the Splat books. Yeah, check this out. Too. All right, where you go? Uh, we keep the fun stuff over here. So, what's your name? Uh, my name is Jason. Jason, are you uh, just a worker here, or do you own this place? Uh, no, I just work here. Just a worker, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got these. Oh, yeah, there we go. I'm going to take pictures the, of this. These are the please. The one E. Please do not steal. I will not. This uh, stuff is the, valuable. A fiend folio. That's, yeah. that's hard. Right, I got it, man. Hard to see right there. But this stuff is valuable. This you guys stuff keep is this valuable. under lock and key. It's right up here next to us. Yes. But we've got it all, man. So, on, like I said, in, in the DC area, we got the, the boardroom, yes. and it's not RPG. People just go there and play regular games. I'm going to pause. So as you can see, yeah, so I'm here at Pawn and Pint, and I wasn't going to do an interview here, but uh, I thought it would be like the boardroom in Washington. And the boardroom in Washington, we have two locations of the boardroom, one in DuPont Circle and one in Arlington. And that place is geared more towards just strict board gaming. And don't get me wrong, they're great places. But as soon as I walked into Pawn and Pint, there was a shelf of 5e Dungeons and Dragons and the whole place and so then Jason the bartender got really excited when I told him about the D&D and that I, I, I could tell this place does a lot of D&D. He showed me the back part with a, a old old school a lot of 2e. You just heard him. I was recording him going through it. So that's it. I don't think I'm going to interview him too much more. He's already showed me uh, they have 1e books here. Uh, and he's he's nervous that people are going to steal them. I mean, this stuff is incredible and, and valuable. So I'm going to stop the recording and just start taking more pictures. I'm so happy I came here. I'm in Kansas City, and this is the Pawn and Pint. Uh, pint. And my listeners, really, any one of you out there listening, when you come to Kansas City, you're going to drive over to Leavenworth and go to the, the game store I was at earlier today, and then you're going to come in the evening to Pawn and Pint. Don't skip it. Don't skip it. That'd be bad. Well, I hung around at the Pawn and Pint for, well, let's see, 
over an hour, I ended up playing some arcade games. There were some people there playing some board games, but there was really no way for me to insinuate myself. It looked like date night, and I'm the lone creepy guy. The bartender, though, was awesome. He was really nice to me, came up, talked to me a whole bunch of times, let me take some of the old one books and, and match them up with all, all of the modern versions of the player handbook. I got a great picture of that. So... That's it. I, I've resolved now. I, I even might want to try to end my journey a little earlier. I, I have to admit, old MW here is old, and he's getting tired. I was going to spend a whole night in St. Louis tomorrow night, even see a, a Cardinals game, but hit a game shop. I think now I might just drive as far east as I can get tomorrow. Uh, of course, I'm going to do some stuff in Kansas City in the morning. I am going to go to the World War One Museum that's here, or the Art Museum. Probably World War One. I'm not as big of an art connoisseur. I, I like it. I like good art, but I don't. I don't spend a lot of times in museums, with, uh, art museums, unless I have someone with me who really knows a lot about it. So I think I'm going to hit that World War One Museum here in Kansas City. It's supposed to be the best. Get a good barbecue sandwich on the way out. And uh, maybe uh, take a stop in St. Louis for dinner and then keep getting into Kentucky. And, and maybe, maybe I can get home by Saturday instead of getting home by Sunday. I think, I think that's the new plan. I think I have seen so much and I'm just getting really tired now. But by doing so, it also means I'm going to have two really long days of driving ahead of me to make it all the way home from Kansas City to the D Washington, D.C. You can plug that into your own Google Maps and, and see that that's, it's going to be a long drive to do it. Uh, but uh, if I stop maybe somewhere in Kentucky, uh, uh, it's, it's more doable. So, or I could stay in St. Louis tomorrow night. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Might break it down. Stay in St. Louis tomorrow night and just do the long slog Saturday. So uh, we'll see how it goes. It has been a great trip, though. I, I can't wait to put this podcast together. I'm gonna got, I got a lot of audio, audio uh, to mix in, and I'm going to be putting all kinds of pictures on my Facebook and Twitter as I release episodes uh, the pictures will relate to the episode. So this has just been an exciting trip. All right. It is now time to do my sampling of radio stations in Missouri. I have been in Missouri since yesterday when I hit Kansas City. I didn't do the sampling when I crossed out of Iowa into Kansas, into Missouri. At least I can't remember doing it. My trip's been so long, I can't even remember what I did an hour ago. Actually, I'll tell you what I did an hour ago. I've been driving my new Toyota Avalon Hybrid on automatic mode. Now, it's not a self-driving car. Keep that in mind. But on the automatic mode, the radar and the lane sensors basically will drive your car up the highway at the speed you designate and it will keep you within three or four, three car lengths or two car lengths from any vehicles in front of you. And then it even will have the car come to a complete stop if it has to. And I tried it in traffic in a small town. It even started up the car following the car in front of me at a, at a traffic light. So the car... I, it doesn't drive itself though. It can't tell if there's cones on the road or 
uh, uh, detours and things like that. It, it, it is not, you know, be very careful if you buy these cars. They're not, this is not a self-driving vehicle. It's just strictly uh, automatic mode. So anyway, I, I have been in Missouri and I think I haven't done the sampling. Now, I, I almost ran out of gas because I was driving down the highway on automatic mode, listening to my podcast about the Philadelphia 76ers and what a nightmare they've become. And I suddenly passed a stop with gas stations and I didn't even look. I just kept on flying by. And then I, several miles away, seven or eight miles away, I looked up and lo and behold, I'm running out of gas. And I only have seven miles before I'm gonna be on empty. So the first thing I gotta do is get off the highway. I had to get off the highway. Unfortunately, there was a stop coming up and it didn't have a sign indicating whether or not there was gas, but I took it anyway. I took the stop anyway because I, I had to get off and hope there was a little town nearby. So I did that and I, I did make it to a gas station within two miles of getting off the highway, but it was closed. So then I, I stopped the car there and I opened up my maps and I, I looked where I might be able to find another gas station. And I looked at my little gas indicator and it said I had about four or five miles of gas left. I think it was four. But the gas station in Fulton, Missouri, which was the closest town to where I got off the highway... And I, I thought of getting back on the highway because there was a gas station seven miles away if I went back where I missed. But now I'm down to four miles. And I know at high speeds that I'd eat that gas up right away and I'd be stuck on the side of the road. And I didn't want to do that on the highway. I'd rather get stuck on the side of the road. Now keep in mind, it was it was only around five, six o'clock at night. It's almost seven. Daylight out. I'd rather get stuck on the side of the road around around that time on a, on near a town. I was close enough to a town that I could walk in if I had to, or somebody would have picked me up. So I made that decision. And using the hybrid engine, I coasted actually and put the Toyota in EV mode with my blinkers on because I was on a road that was 55 miles per hour. But in EV mode, you could only go 25 miles per hour or less and I did that for a good two miles coast between coasting and EV mode until until the battery got too low for EV mode then I used the gas and when I was about only three miles from the gas station my car was showing only two miles of gas left so I'd already used a mile's worth of gas doing this combo but I was making up ground. I was getting closer and closer to this town. So I, I was confident. And then when I only had one mile of gas left in the car, I had under two miles to drive. So I was really hopeful. And I had was waving cars past me because uh, I was going so slow. And I, I was bullheaded, though. I even passed a church. And I'm like, this would be a good place to park the car and walk the rest of the gas station or bum a ride. But I was like, nope, I'm going to make it. And we all know 
there's probably a little extra gas in the car. We all know that's probably true. So I kept waving the cars past me and stubbornly working on that little EV engine and every once in a while using gas. And just when I was coasting down Highway Z to the intersection where the gas station was, and I was hoping it was, you know, open. <laughs> it said it was open on Google, so I was hopeful. The car, the car went from one mile of gas left, and it suddenly it said, fill the tank. And I was like, oh, I'm going to stall out any second now. And I cruised up. I was trying not to brake as I was cruising down the road to the intersection. I could see the gas station. There was a car that had passed me a while back, and the person in that car didn't go when the light turned green and I'm braking and braking. Now the good thing about braking is I'm charging my battery with the hybrid engine. But the bad thing is I the car automatically was kicking in the gas engine to help complement the braking to charge the battery because I'd run the battery down. And also I was too low of battery to use that EV mode. So that wasn't really helping me. So I started honking my horn and the person finally went and I was able to coast over and get the gas. So now I then went to dinner in Fulton, and as a result of this, I was already running lot behind. I was trying to get to St. Louis by 6.30 to see a, the Cardinals game at 7.15, but I, I stayed a little later in Kansas City than I should have. So then I'm thinking, oh, I'll get there around 7.30. I'll be a little late for the Cards game, but I hadn't eaten all day, so I stopped at Waffle House outside of Kansas City, which is almost mandatory whenever I go on long road trips for me to have at least one Waffle House meal, and I, I didn't have any yet, so I stopped at that Waffle House. I spent some time there. The, the people working there were very friendly. A guy was there from Pennsylvania, and we were talking, um, and he was very nice. So then I stopped at a country western supply store to see if I could get a cowboy hat, I spent a good 45 minutes there. I didn't get the cowboy hat because I didn't was not prepared to pay 200 to $500 for cowboy hat. That's let's be honest. MW doesn't like to spend money, so I walked around and I left. But I was there for a while. Then this whole gas thing, now it's already 8:22 and I still have an hour to St. Louis, so I'm not going to make the game. And so now the new plan is just to pull off into St. Louis, take a picture at the arch, even though it's going to be dark, get a magnet somewhere, and just get back on the road, and I'm going to drive as close to home as I can get tonight without getting too tired, and stop somewhere along the road, whether it be Louisville, Kentucky. I am going to take the southern route from St. Louis. I'm going to, I don't want to drive through Indiana and Ohio, which are the maybe slightly faster option it's just I hate driving that I've done that route not that I hate it I've driven that route before several times so I, I like the Kentucky route I've only done it once uh, a couple years ago I did go on a road trip through the south with my younger son with Jazz Reverb and that's where I got a lot of states done we went through Tennessee Alabama Mississippi Louisiana Arkansas back into Tennessee and then up into Kentucky. So we, we, I was in Kentucky. I really liked Kentucky then. So I'm looking forward to driving through it now. Stop somewhere and then be home sometime tomorrow night instead of going home Sunday. I'm, 
I'm tired now. So this long explanation is just me delaying to get to the highway. I'm trying to get back on the highway now from Fulton. I'm trying to get on Route 70, which is the highway that bisects uh, Missouri uh, from north to south. Uh, but it's a major thoroughfare from east to west. And I'm going west to east. It goes straight from Kansas City to St. Louis. So as soon as I get back up on that highway, I'm going to do the radio station, the FM radio station sampling, which I know my listeners are enjoying. All right, I'm on the highway, heading towards St. Louis, between a little closer to St. Louis than I am to Kansas City. So let's see what these radio stations got for us here. Let's get that sampling going. I suspect we're going to hear a lot of stations. I think it's going to take eight to nine minutes, maybe longer, to get to the end. Now I'm going to do the strategy of pausing the station or the scan, the station scan, at commercials, but I'm also going to pause the recording, or I'm going to try to remember to do both. I might forget, I'll probably mess up, but here we go. Let's see what we got here. 87.7, once again, no station. And here we go, we're going to start the scan. without recognition. Encourage their families who are away from them, bring them safely. And a public bear. Ooh, that was a good show. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and they've, uh, they, they had just, they were coming off of a brand new CD, and, uh... The St. Louis Booker Series presented by Maryville University opens... That's rock. That was a rock song going off. I'm gonna let this go. Actually, all types of cats, so family dogs, snakes have been included as well. So tigers, lions, panthers, cougars, things like that. You can like all my days. Jesus. Chris Adam Kinziger, U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Ivanovich, the Happiness Labs, Lori Santos, and President. gets into an animal population after it's been into the human population and it can be sustained in those animals, that means that it's going to be a lot more difficult to arrest. 
Ooh, opera. Ooh, opera. This is classical channel. I'm only at 91.3 here. Lots of stations so far. Thirty consecutive days. Everything seemed to stop. Everyone from Joshua. Prophets of hope. Who were called and spirit feed. Yeah, we're only at 91.9. A lot of stations here. I predicted this. I predicted there'd be a lot of stations. Those lessons are designed by language experts. Oh, we're pause here. Real native speakers. You get the accents just right. And all right, I paused the recording for almost three minutes. I've been on 92.5 while they've been at commercial. So they're coming back from commercial. Let's hear what they got, and then I'll let it go, and I'll hit the scan. By the way, a lot of, a lot of stations so far from 87.7. I'm only at 92.5. This has been going about five minutes already. I'm AccuMother's Drew Shannon. that the Jays are playing better defense. Uh, I was not blown away. George Levin. There, I said it. Says they're going to do things that others are already doing. There, I said it. Uh, coaching staff that right there on the field with them, but uh, gives them an opportunity to call the play in the huddle call, and, and, and kind of work things out. Some football. Uh, Coach Pitts had talked about the temp. That might be high school Struck out tonight. Here's the game I was playing. Rafael Ortega, single and a ground out. To I'm going to pause this for a second. In the Cardinals sixth inning. Yep, the Cardinals. If I, sh I was supposed if to be they decided, game. hey, we're going to take a hundred of the other talk show hosts, or fifty or a, or ten of the other talk show hosts, all of whom are ranked higher than you, like play down the left field line. Ortega, one hit and five at bats in the series. Well, no, there's another. The this was a country night, channel, but they're on baseball. As the Mets won game one. When everyone around is, you know, distracted. I'm proud because you want to graduate. Because once you graduate and get that diploma. Metallica. 
trim team leader. He also loves to go out on the water and cast his lure for catfish. And to Roxy J. Williams from Kansas City, who is a senior material business manager. And My goodness. Really hoping for good news. I'm going to pause here. I just here. lost my job. We're at a commercial. A new one fast. I'm actually going to keep going here uh, from 95.3 Love. K Love. I think it's a religious chat. So they got some religion here. It's just good. It's good. It's waiting. We continue that. Your friends say what the hell I wouldn't trade your kind of love for nothing else. Oh, baby, last night we let the liquor talk. Don't just listen to someone else read it. You read it. Read it aloud. Read it repeatedly. That's what I say about the dungeon, uh, the player's handbook. You. you read it. Ladies, baby. Oh. He's himself go from foremost in sin to the foremost example of mercy. He oh, we're gonna pause here. Chief sinner to the chief example of God's here. grace. Oh, trust me when I this say this 97.3, but always I think this is a, another religious channel, so we'll keep going. In this era, think this or would do this doesn't make any sense with the group of people I know. So no, the, silly. the further you get out, the, the I think the more randomness you get. Channels not coming in so hot. Probably picking up the vestiges of the Kansas City channels. Turn up Springfield's best variety while you work. Woo! 98.7. Oh my goodness. I'm going back to that. Corporations to be better for the conditions like Wow, I tried to get back and listen to a song. I, I couldn't find it. The scan went too fast. Let's keep going. We're at 98.5. No one told me that with Auto Trader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by. Running out for the best full and part-time jobs in Columbia. Miller's Professional Imaging, the largest professional. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Just wanted to 
give a shout out to my mom. Pause it out for 99.3 country music. We're going to keep going here. When it comes to pricing and incentives, what makes you different from the other? It seems like with every advertisement, there's got to be a 63, sunny set. Well, I paused for 99.5, and I don't know if we're back to life. Uh, let's hear it. Let's go on. insurance we understand that which is why our agents help you so far there have been a lot of stations i've had a pause for commercials a couple times and i'm only at 100.5 we've been doing this now for a while uh so i'm going to pause here for commercials this sounds like a sports channel the commercials on about cardinal baseball this is 100.5 let's see what comes on St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Yep. All right, we're going to continue on. This is a baseball channel. Game I should have been at. Oh, boy. Viper. 100.7. Refalling. Love Tom Petty. I know that's good. <laughs> and it all came true in practice in April. Uh -huh. He gets bumped into sports radio 101.1. Looking, oh man, here we go again. Right. Instead, 1923 opens the legal residence oh. of the 50 United Let's States District of Columbia for 18 years. That was a long pause for 101.5. You and me. Nice song. I like the song. We used to be all right, let's get that scam going. We're only at 101.5. This is taking forever. You can hear the stations. I'm in the middle of the state pretty much. Oh, back to Tom Petty, 102.1. Probably running the same songs as the other station.
3.3, nothing. It's a, it's a station of the sound of silence. 103.5 must be a KC station. Barely coming in. here. We still have, I bet you, five, six, seven stations to go here. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peter. Go again. White Snake, barely coming in. Ooh, 104.7, nothing. Really struggling here. So nothing too serious. Friday, defense attorneys for Brian Koberger had witnesses testify about DNA evidence and genealogy testing. Detectives use genealogy. Realizations. Struggling. Cardinals. We are at 105.3. We are almost at the end. is making me hungry. 105.9 KC channel. Sounds country. Songs were so short to the point. I'm 
sound like the police. Oh, the rock and roll. Let's move on. We're almost to the end here. Another great song. Going back to that channel. That the was Chief it. Prosecutor Karim Khan. That was it. Wow. That took a long time. I messed up there. I tried to get back to that uh, bangle song, Walk Like a Pyramid. I couldn't get back to it. I don't know if I started. I, I don't know what happened there. Couldn't find it again. So I started back up in 99 somewhere. This, there were, if you're driving through Missouri and you like listening to the radio, you can't go wrong. There, there are stations across the dial in the, in the 80s, 90s, hundreds. They're just packed with stations. Interestingly, I didn't hear one Spanish station. That's what I thought was interesting. Every other state I've been in on this trip, lots of Spanish stations. Now you got your religious stations. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Um, if that's what people want to listen to, they should listen to it. A lot of country, a lot of 80s, a lot of rock and roll tonight. I'm going to get back at it now. I hope you've enjoyed it. This is the last state radio station sampling the great state of Missouri. And I'm driving. I was probably smack dab in the middle of the state when I started doing it. So I hope you enjoyed radio station sampling. Just a little cleanup on the mother of all radio station samplings. That was really long. Now, the first part of that audio was me talking about my uh, harrowing adventure to get gas and why I was going to miss the Cardinals game. But I want to say I was listening to it before I air it. Of course, I listen to everything before I air it. And I was just cracking up when I said I was trying to find the song, <laughs> Walk Like a Pyramid. <laughs> of course, I meant Walk Like an Egyptian. That was really funny. Um, and that was the mother of all radio station samplings. And this is the mother of all Worlds of M.W. Lewis podcasts. Well, my intrepid listeners, that's the end of the show for the last episode of September, episode 220, my 20th episode of the year. That also brings to a conclusion the entire road trip. I, I, I was going to make possibly three shows referencing the road trip, but since I didn't get any other episodes out in September, I decided just to throw it all in one big bag of holding here and unleash it on all of you in, at one time. As a result, the show's going to be about an hour and a half. No music. I'm, I'm not going to beg uh, Josh Morris to get me some music, uh, and we don't need it on this episode. It's long enough. So that's today's show. I hope you enjoyed all the uh, rest of the information I gathered for you from the road trip. And with that, I want to thank you for listening. Don't forget to explore the many worlds in your own mind.